This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Welcome to the Doggish Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to the topics, events, and personalities impacting dog parents today. My name is Jason Arias, founder of Forever USA. We are now book publishing. We're, did it, I haven't have I talked to you about this yet that we're shifting to book publishing? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should do a little show about that as well. With me, as always, is Miss Sylvia West, certified dog trainer, pet expert, and dog mom extraordinaire at Dog Up in This Bitch. How are you today? Oh my God, you did, did it you like right that? for like the first time ever. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Yay! But um, stop trying to digress from our guests today because we had a fantastic conversation. I'm not digressing. You did. You're like, let's make this all about my book publishing company instead of like what it should be about, which is Melanie's amazing dog wine for humans. Right. We clarified that right at the beginning. We clarified that right off the bat. Nectar of the dogs. Yes. We're so excited. Super fun. It was a great interview. We cannot wait. We found out that Melanie and I are neighbors. I may or may not start stalking her for wine? I don't know. And jury's still out. And if all you care about is getting sweet discounts, then you can just scrub to the end and there's an awesome discount at the end of the show for what? Wine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into this interview. That awesome. Let's do it. Welcome, Melanie. Well, thank you for having as, me. As you you started the show off announcing that it's five o'clock somewhere. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the wallpaper behind you. Thank you. That's yeah, her new. That's Sylvia's done. new wallpaper. She's in her new studio space office. My new office, and I was I like, love. "Must have dog wallpaper." <laughs> Must have dog wallpaper. Yes. Um, do I see mm-hmm. any dachshunds there? I don't. See there is any. a oh, winter dog. Right he's right. There. He's right there. Wait, where is right he? Now my hand's he's covering right. him. Oh, there, there you go. Right there. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, yeah. behind my head. Oh gosh, there's another one behind my head. So cute. Yeah, I don't know if uh, you guys were aware, but yes, my friends call me Wiener Mama because I love dachshunds. And yeah, if you have here, just let me show you on the, this is the latest one that we did. This is our Three Dogs White, which is what I'm drinking because it's a beautiful summertime wine. But those are um, our three dachshunds that passed onto the Rainbow Bridge. Part of the inspiration uh, for the wine. And, you know, we can talk about that. But yes, Wiener Mama. And so... Cheers to that. Unique. I'll... Cheers, Wiener Mama. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know where to my, go with that. With my, with my LaCroix. <laughs> um, no, I don't worry, actually... Jason. I do. Um, <laughs> I have one of those too. So. Yeah, I know, right? get in there. Um, have you tried the Lemoncello, by the way? Because it's a fan favorite of mine now. I haven't. But you know what I found? Uh, we just went, where were we? No, we were in Arizona, um, uh, I don't know, a month ago or maybe two months ago. But I found this black raspberry and um now they have it here in cali so i'm excited but i haven't Ooh. tried the limoncello one yet 
Where in Cali have, are you? Um, in Granada Hills. So in the Oh my northern, gosh, we're neighbors. Yeah. Are you? Are we? I just Where I literally just moved to North Hills. Mm, mm-hmm. I might run into so, you at the Sprouts, girl. Oh wow, so you guys are that close. Right there. We're that close. That close. We probably yeah. shop at the same store. Now you wouldn't probably know this yet, Melanie. But I just got I just got <laughs> my ass handed to me on one of our last recordings for not snowing oh, one of our, no. our guests was in the neighborhood that I live in. And so it is so apropos that uh, it's coming back around. Just eating my own so, yeah. I'm just eating my own money. Where where are you then? So I'm up in Reno, Nevada. Oh, okay. Right. Where um what is his? Oh my God! I just am. Uh, I'm totally just blanking on his name. Hmm. Phoenix Media. Yeah. Oh yeah, Christian. <laughs> Christian. I was like, I was seeing Phoenix. Of the, yeah, Christian. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just uh, funny. My husband and I just returned from um, a three-week RV trip. Very so cool. we, uh, yeah, seven states, uh, like three thousand fifty miles. But we came back through. Um, Reno because we wanted to go to Virginia city Okay. and oh my gosh, all the fires that are happening up there. Is- oh, it's nuts right now. Actually, yeah, so I just, so bad. I was just out on the back porch with Christy and um, the, the smoke is thick enough here in town that you can see it in your yard. Like, it's not like you just see it in the distance and it's a haze. It's right. looking across the street. You can see that there's something in the air. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was pretty bad in Oregon. And then of course through, um, you know, Nevada. Is it Nevada or Nevada? I Nevada. It's, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I love that you even just asked, like just knowing, <laughs> knowing that that is there. It is there. Cause I think, well, actually I used to live in Las Vegas uh, many, many years ago, but I always called it Nevada, but then people are like, no, it's Nevada, but I still forget. So I ask. And so there you go. Yeah. thank you for correcting me once again. Nevada. Nevada. Okay. See, look at that. So, people learning things all over the place. Here. Listen, all over the place. All right. So, I want to dive in here because you threw some things out there and I want to just like, I want to refocus our conversation (laughs) on your fabulous (laughs) wines. Absolutely. Um, Because we digressed. So anyway, so Melanie, you've started a dog wine. Okay. Let me clarify this because it's not wine for dogs. Correct. That's a thing that exists. That's not what this does. Yeah, this is a, this is a wine inspired by dogs for people, Correct. which is my favorite kind of wine, (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) believe it or not. Um, And you're drinking your, your three dog white. So talk, talk to us about the, you said they were the inspiration. You like threw it out there. You're like, yeah, my, my dogs that died kind of inspired this, but whatever, no big deal. (laughs) Sips one. Um, So Tell us wh- how did you end up? So going it's called from, Nectar like, of the Dogs. Nectar, just nectar to kinda, of the just Dogs. Just to totally reset yes. and bring everybody that's listening up on on uh, yes. on the same level. Nectar so Nectar of the, of the Dogs. Okay, Nectar of the Dogs wine. Yes. So um, you know, I say uh, I like to say every wine has a story, right? Just like every rescue dog has a story. So let me tell you our story. Um, yes, I really, <laughs> I really. Um, back in 2015, I had a friend who had just gotten into the wine business and uh, they do it, their Italian varietals. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in their tasting room tasting because that's what I love to do. And so I was there one day and I was like, hey, what if I just wanted to, um, you know, get a palette of Chardonnay 
wine because I'm a Chardonnay drinker. Um, so fast forward a little bit. I, uh, I talked to a friend of mine, Donna Graves, who's also a big wine and dog lover and the co-founder of the company. And um, so we were really going to just honestly bottle wine for us because we wanted to. But then as we kind of, um, you know, talked a little bit more and what we wanted to do, we thought, well, we can bottle this, we can sell it. We could just give all the proceeds to dog rescue and call it a day. So we came up with a label um, inspired, yes, by the dogs that uh, we had, that we loved, that passed on to the Rainbow Bridge. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, we came up with the name. I think we sat around the, the uh, dining room table one night drinking wine and uh, we were thinking <laughs> things like hooch pooch and, um, you know, there's other things out there. Anyway, we came up with this and um, we kind of did a play on the words because she had had some portraits made of her dogs, which are on the original label um, where there's six dogs. And they were kind of in that, you know, iconic, um, you know, saint with the halos and all of that. I forget what you call that. Byzantine, I want to say maybe. But anyway, uh, that's the artwork that we kind of worked with. And then Nectar of the Dog, Nectar of the Gods. So it was kind of a play on that. Um, so anyway, we, pat, we, we got that. We bottled uh, 56 cases, one pallet. Uh, I, I was really fortunate. I knew what I wanted the wine to taste like. So working with my friend who, who had his winery, um, I found the wine pretty quickly and yeah, we bottled it and we sold it through his tasting room and it was so well received that everybody was like, well, what's next? You know, you, you can't just stop at this. So um, yeah, I incorporated the company in 2016 and we took off running. Uh, she she actually owns her own company. I, as I mentioned, have a full-time corporate job. So, you know, it was definitely um, a labor of love, a passion project. And then uh, we just, we bottled a few different varietals after that, all limited edition. Um, we did a Sauvignon Blanc, a Malbec, a Rosé Pinot Grigio. And then for every varietal that we bottled, we, we were giving like $1,000 to a specific organization. Um, so time went on and, you know, Donna just kind of said, Hey, I really love this, but I can't dedicate any more, <laughs> any more to it. So she uh, left the company in October of 2020. Um, she's still the co-founder, but she doesn't have anything to do, you know, with the company anymore. So it's, it's just me and uh, my director of PR, Monica Pontrelli. So we have since kind of revamped a few things. Um, we don't have a tasting room yet. Um, we are located in Simi Valley. That's where we store our wine and that's where we ship our wine out of. But we're, we're working with the city of Simi. So hopefully trying to get a tasting room in the next, I don't know, six to nine months, maybe the long process. I'll be there um, like opening yeah. day. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, it's uh, just you know, say we, when and where and I'll roll uh, deep with my dogs. <laughs> OK, we love that. Yes, going to be dog friendly. Um, you know, it's just tough. Uh, I have to say I've learned a lot in these past. I guess it's been, what, six or seven years now. Um, alcohol is, a, is, you know, there's a reason why it, it's just tough. I mean, there's a lots of um, laws and obviously legal limitations and licenses and so on and so forth. But it's fun. I love it. Um, Every time I write a check to a different you know, rescue organization, it just makes me feel so good about what I'm doing. And that's what really keeps us going and makes me super happy. Hashtag that for a cause. Do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
Awesome. So that was that was a lot of information of just, <laughs> just going. Um, like my questions, um, has it been difficult kind of keeping things aligned and not just being a wine business, but still having a focus in the dog community? Like how do you blend like that? pun intended, blend those together. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. That's a good, good pun. Um, you know, like I said, when we first started, we were just giving, uh, you know, we would, we would bottle um, a pallet or two, which is 56 cases or 112, if you do the math correctly. And, and we were just giving um, $1,000 off the bat to whatever organization, you know, we were going to partner with at that time. And then, as I mentioned, you know, time went on and, and Donna kind of went her way and, um, you know, I really just wanted to continue on in, in the business. And I thought, well, I can't just keep giving, I just can't keep giving a thousand dollars away when I'm not really, you know, making any mm -hmm. money yet. So I kind of restructured, um, when, when Monica came on and I thought as much as I love giving as much as I can, and if I could give it all the way, I would, um, you know, I really need to partner with organizations who might have just a little bit of skin in the game. So I came up with the concept last year, um, the Heart and Paw Partner Program. And what it is, is just, um, you know, we, we get, I don't want to say solicitations, but people reach out often to us like, hey, we'd love to partner with you. How can we be a part of this? And, and what it is, is pretty simple. If, if somebody wants to be a Heart and Paw Partner, we just ask that they share our logo um, on their website and, you know, promote us on their social media. And well, back before COVID, we were partnering on events. So that was really great because if we had a specific event, uh, we would partner with a specific organization and then any wine that we sold from that, you know, 10% of the proceeds would go to that organization. COVID hit, events got canceled. So that was a little bit tough. Um, but, you know, we do have quite a few heart and pop partners and um, it's just, it's a win-win because the more they help us promote, the more wine we can sell and the more we can give back. And so um, I hope that answered your question, but that's, you know, it's giving back is always at the core of what we do. Um, some of our partners, like Guide Dogs of America, while not necessarily a rescue, you know, they do a lot of great work, obviously, mm -hmm. with dogs. Um, and they've been a great partner. We've done a couple of events in their campus um, over there in Stillmar. So it's, it's just great to be surrounded by dog lovers, wine lovers. It's a great culture. And, um, you know, we're just going to keep, keep moving forward, hopefully with new Heart and Paw partners. Yes. <laughs> heart and paw. So are the heart and paw partners, like, are those your rescue partners that you donate to specifically, mm -hmm. or are those like businesses who want to collaborate with you? Like, what does that look like? Is that how, so let's say I own a 501c3 rescue. I don't, but let's mm -hmm. say I did. I don't mm -hmm. get, uh oh. Um, <laughs> I would come, mm, I would come to you and I would say, Hey, I would love to, you know, partner with Nectar of the Dogs and potentially be on the receiving end of this gift. Correct? Am I reading that? Correct. Awesome. You are correct. And actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, sorry, that's what I kind of meant to say is, um, you know, we promote them on our socials and on our website to try to help raise awareness. And then there's the cross promotion. And yes, they're guaranteed uh, end of year donation as long as they're a heart and pop partner um, of 10%. So yeah, that's how that works. Awesome. And yeah, they are 501c3. Um, I think, you know, we have quite a few and we, I mean, I think the biggest one probably is SPCA LA, pretty well known, not affiliated with the SPCA, um, totally different. But, you know, we try to partner with maybe not some that are so well known, the smaller ones. Um, people just like, 
me in a different in a different sense. These are people who have full time jobs, but they have the passion to create this five hundred one c three, you know, to help the animals. And so that's what we're doing. Our part is just selling our so wine. Why, and so well, okay, so mm-hmm. I have to know, like. <laughs> Are you, okay, so obviously, you yeah, your friends call you wiener mom. Do you have dogs right now? I do, I do. They're okay. over there sleeping right now. Yeah. So, so how do you go from just like I'm a dog mom with a corporate job to I'm gonna create wine that supports dog rescue? Because that's, I mean, that's not not everybody thinks that way. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So like, yeah. What really? What was your what? Like, which dog was it, I guess? Because there's always the one. Like, which dog was it for you that was like, okay, this is for you, kid? Yeah, you know, I mean, at one time, my husband and I had five dogs. Um, I I had I two that. dachshunds when, um, you know, I was 27 years old. I was living in Hollywood in an apartment. And I just, I'm, I traveled a lot with my job. and But I was like, I really, you know, I didn't really want children. Um, so I got my two wiener dogs, Connie and Clyde. And, um you know, I had them for 16 and 17 years. So over the course of having Connie and Clyde, um, again, 27, you know, then I meet my husband who had um, a husky, Mika, and we got married. So then we had the three, so the two wieners and the husky who thought she was a wiener. Um, <laughs> and then, then we, uh, then we actually found. Uh, that's quite another- a combination <laughs> to have a husky and, and, and wiener dogs. Yeah, but she just, she didn't know she was so young, you know, when we, she was a year and a half when we met and then Connie and Clyde were already like six and seven. Um, and then we found another little dog of when we first uh, moved here to California, his name was Floyd, another wiener dog. So we had three wieners and a husky. Um, I like how she says like casually, like, oh yeah, we found this dog. <laughs> it happened to be a wiener. I don't know. <laughs> it did. It happened to be a wiener. Um and he, unfortunately, he was older, so he he passed away first. So you know, oh, I wow. still had my I still had my Connie and Clyde that I'd had since puppy. So when he passed away, I I had never lost a dog before, and I was just like, oh my god, this is the most you know anybody who has lost a dog knows that feeling of is awful. Um, but I have to say, I think the good Lord brought um, you know Floyd into my life so that I would understand what I was going to go through when I had. Connie and Clyde move on because mm. by the time they went, they were 16 and 17. And, oh, wow. you know, think of how much your life changes from mm-hmm. 27 to 44, right? That's I mean, I've been crazy. Yeah. married a couple of times, you know, moved in different cities and stuff. So the dogs were always the constant. Um, and, you know, so anyway, and then I've always loved wine too. So um, I used to work in the restaurant business before I got into the professor of beauty industry. You drink a lot when you're waiting tables, professional beauty industry, you still drink a lot. Um, that just, it's just one of those things. So, you know, I just, as at least I, you're as honest I, with yourself. You know, I am honest. I, you know, yes, I am very honest. I love, I love wine. I love dogs. Um, but as so it's a perfect combination on, then. It's totally a perfect combination. I love wine and I love dogs, but I would never be like, aha, I shall start a wine dog company business <laughs> that well, supports it's, rescue. Yeah. It's just, it's that thing. It's, you know, like I said, when we first were talking about bottling the wine, we, we just thought, well, what a cool thing, you know, we'll do this and we'll give, give it. And then it just kind of turned into what it is. And, and now it's, um, you know, six, seven years later. And mm. I am, Hoping and praying that, you know, within the next five years, this can be my full-time gig because I really, you know, we're working on the tasting room. I just, I love the culture. I love being able to give back to the rescues and um, it's just awesome. It's such a great feeling. So, 
the long-winded answer to your question is, you know, it was really Connie, Clyde, Floyd, and Nika. Those were my first four dogs. Um, we, we got a couple of other wiener dogs after they had gone, uh, and we just lost um, Vinny, or he was the wiener, um, last October. Hmm. So hmm. I'm shocked. So now, <laughs> here, look, I'll show you. Here he is. So that was oh, Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. So um, he has... He had a brother. Well, he still has a brother. So this is um, this is Bronny. You can see this. So Bronny's the brown one. Vinny was the black one. What a great photo! Thank you. Uh, yeah, you for know, those of you who aren't aren't listening to this or watching this on YouTube, like what a disservice you're doing yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> These photos. Um, so Bronny is now 14, and uh, he was really really sad when when Vinny passed away. I mean, I've never seen a dog go through such separation anxiety. It's hard, yeah. I horrible so we adopted another wiener from south korea um his name is moose and he's here somewhere but um yeah so we're just we got the two wieners right now i've got moose and brawn you do no i said so you've got moose and brawn yes so we have moose and brawny (laughs) i Um, have them now i'm like what you have the same name as dogs as i do yes moose and brawny and uh we we actually adopted another one with moose but moose is Mayfield didn't get along. So Mayfield had to go back to um, the uh, Dachshund Paw uh, rescue, but he got adopted by a wonderful lady in Orange County. So I'm super happy with that. Yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what we have going on now here. So Moose and Bronny, maybe so we'll come in. So here's the million dollar question. Will there be a Mika Malbec? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Here's the, yes, actually, we've talked about that. Um, you know, now that it's just <laughs> me and I can make the decision fully, um, I, honestly, what we're looking for this year is um, a Vin Zin. We're looking for a Zinfandel. I was just going to say a Vinny Zinny. <laughs> yep. Because, uh, you know, my husband Todd, he loves um, Zinfandel. And we always said, when it's Vin, ta- Vin time, we're going to do a Zinfandel. So, unfortunately, Vin passed away really unexpectedly from um, mm, cancer. So yeah, he was only 12 and he actually had just turned 12 the week before and uh, just shocking. So we're looking for I actually lost, I lost my senior last November very rapidly at 12 to cancer. Oh, yeah. It's a hard, like, why don't they live as long as us? A, right. Start there. And B, when can I look forward to tasting the the Vinzen? (laughs) (laughs) So now I need this in my life. Yes, you do. Um, we, so I, I don't know if you want to talk about how I source my wines or. If, that was, that was going to be my next question because. Okay. Okay. What, hold on. Let's, gonna, let's dive deep gonna into do? this. I'm going to make you take a break. What? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Right. So you had mentioned like where you're sourcing them. So you're working with um, like a, a single winery or are you working with multiple wineries? Like how does that all, all work? Cause you're going to have your own tasting room and mm-hmm. the, the little bit of touring and tasting that I've done, most tasting rooms are owned by a single winery, but it sounds like you've mm-hmm. got something different in the works. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. And, and like I said, I've learned so much and I continue to learn so much. Um, you know, I wasn't born into a fifth generation uh, winery vineyard. So there's, there's different ways that you can get into the wine business, thankfully. 
Right now, we have a, a 1720 license, which means I am licensed to sell wholesale. Um, so to restaurants or, you know, tea shops or specialty places like that or direct to consumer retail. So the only way that people can get our wine now is they can order from our website or they can become part of our wine club. Very exclusive, not exclusive, but just, you know, no, let's, wine make club. It, let's make it sound exclusive. <laughs> I like it's it. very exclusive, everyone. Yes, dog most exclusive. Do- you must love wiener dogs. Yes. Or, or huskies. <laughs> That's a prerequisite. Um, or, you know, we were doing events, like I said. Uh, so we've got some events on the calendar later in the year, which is a good thing. Um, but to answer your question, uh, wait, what was your question again? How, oh, yeah. So, so I don't own a, I don't own a, a winery or a, I'm sorry, a vineyard. So what I do is, yes, I work with a few different wineries in the Central Coast and the Central Valley. And basically, I'll say, hey, I am looking for a Zinfandel or I'd like to do a white blend or, you know, what do you got? Um, So then I get a bunch of samples and I it's a very, very tough job, but I taste everything with my friends and wine club members. It's a perk. That sounds like the worst job in the world. Can (laughs) we be friends? (laughs) We can be friends. Uh, You know, the funny thing. We're neighbors. So I just feel like. Seriously, stone I can be neighborly. I can come take the burden from your shoulders it, of tasting. It's very, you know, we do blind tastings and um, we compare to currently sometimes um, like our three dogs white. We did a 2017 blend and then um, this one is a 2019. So, you know, we compared the 17 to the 19 um, against other different types of white wines. And I mean, it's, yes, it's a tough job. It's a fun job, but you really kind of got to like, we have to take notes and we have to, not get, you know, too intoxicated so we can remember what we're tasting. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. I work with um, three different wineries at this point. Uh, one of them is in Lodi. One of them, most of my wineries come from um, like Santa Barbara County. Um, and then I do have a Pasa Robles. Um, that's our CCS oh. McMurphy, right? Uh, and then I've got a couple of different ones on the horizon. So I'm looking to work with um, Sonoma, winery in Sonoma, and then one in Amador County. Uh, hopefully that's where we're going to get to Zinfandel. So yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I, I was mentioning the wine culture is just, everybody that I've met so far is so fun, right? So you, you I taste a lot. We go wine tasting, not only in our backyard, but when we go to different, um, obviously cities and stuff. And, and number one, it's a write-off, so that's awesome. But people are really, in, they're encouraging when they hear the story and, and just, you know, offering hints and tidbits and you know help and it's just great and i love it and everybody's like oh my god and you get dog rescue that's amazing so it's amazing and it's by um what um what's the word i'm looking for so you will make so much wine in so many bottles and then there's a Mm -hmm. set donation that comes out of that entire like uh is that the that like by the barrel or is it by the bottle or yeah, so usually what we'll do is um, we'll, we'll bottle um, a pallet, which is 56 cases, or like if I really like it, I'll do two pallets, as I mentioned. Gotcha. Um, and then we just, yeah, we 10% of each, uh, uh, you know, of wine sales go to the different um, Heart and Paw partners. And that's cool. um, the All-American Docks and Rescue is also one of my core uh, partners because that's where I got Ronnie and Vinny from. So, right. you know, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's 10% of all wine sales and... Like I said, you know, in the very beginning, I, it was just, it was so like, well, here, here's a thousand dollars. We love you and we love what you're doing, but you can't be a self, you know, sustaining business like that. Sure. So, um, 
but no, if it's so good. how do you, so is it 10% split among all your partners evenly is like each month, a different partner. like, how do you do that? Yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of, I've learned a lot along the way. So last year, I'll just real quickly, um, obviously with the events being canceled and it was tough to sell wine, you know, it's people, that's the importance of a tasting room, right? You like to go and taste and, and buy what you like. Right. Um, but without doing that, sometimes people are hesitant to order, uh, online, even though it's awesome wine. Uh, but I think sometimes people also get the, the notion of like, Oh, it's a wine for charity. So it's probably not that good, but I'm a mm. wine snob. I'll be the first to admit it. And I am bottling this. And if nobody wants to drink this wine, I have to drink it and I'm not going to drink bad wine. So that's always also been the premise. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how we. Well, that's definitely this. that's definitely excellent quality control. Like <laughs> Did, I right? have to drink this, so it better be good. <laughs> it um, better be good. Um, I love that. But, yeah, no. To answer your question, so uh, what I learned back to 2020 when um, you know we totally went on lockdown. Fortunately, now that is a, fortunately, my husband owns a production company and, and he has all this amazing gear to do videos. And so we thought, well, why don't we do these Facebook lives? Cause we're all just like drinking at home anyway. And so we did this for about 12, about three months. And every week we partnered with a different organization and uh, they would, they would come on and we would learn about their organization, you know, talk about the wine, kind of like what we're doing here, except it is on Facebook live. Um, and you know, a really good thing. I mean, we did sell wine in the midst of all this pandemic. And so, uh, the, the organization that we had, actually what I would do is like, we'd have four organizations, you know, within the month and then all the wine sold that month, I would just split it between them. Um, I tried to do like that one who was for week one, whatever wine was sold that week, but it just wasn't really working out. It wasn't fair. Cause so anyway, that's what I did. Um, and then, yeah, at the end of the year, I, and I got to be honest, too, it's kind of like, again, I'm asking to have a little skin in the game. So if you don't promote us or if you're not really talking right. about us, then it's like why, you know, where this other organization has really done a great job. So I kind of, it's still 10%, but maybe the other one will kind of get a little bit more than, you know. We've, we've traveled down that same path with our book sales, and it is the managing the politics and logistics, and there's things that come out of left field that you aren't totally expecting. I, I completely yeah. understand some of those struggles. It's, and you know, another thing that we've learned too is, I mean, I'll be the first to admit as well. I'm Monica manages our social media cause she's way better at that. I way better at it than I am. Um, but you know, a lot of these organizations on their Instagram, they're, they're obviously promoting the dogs they have a rescue as they very well should be because they're trying to save the dogs. And so wine mm-hmm. is really not at the forefront right. of what they're promoting. And, you know, uh, sure. Thank you for putting our, our logo on your website, but there are definitely our organizations who, who do a little bit more to try to help, you know, push. Um, Cause sometimes we do promo codes, right? It's like, you know, push the promo code um, so people can buy the wine. And so, yeah, you, you get it. It's, that um, was, that yeah. was one of the tough parts to not just like come to terms with, but understanding with empathy that these rescues, they're, they are coming from a place. And when I say rescues, it's important to understand the difference between a rescue and a shelter or a sanctuary. So like mm-hmm. rescues are just these small groups. A lot of them is somebody who's just doing something out of their house or their backyard right. or they're fostering. Mm-hmm. A lot of times these are not people that have 
marketing backgrounds or marketing budgets or like really all they know how to do is rescue a dog and then beg beg somebody to find a home for it type thing. So as a, as a small business, we quickly realized like we couldn't, we couldn't hold them accountable for some of those things because their goal was not running a business. Their goal was saving dogs lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so like, and, we, so we yeah. should shift it on how that, that kind of worked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we absolutely 100% agree. And I've learned a lot too, in the different types of you know organizations that we've partnered with. Right. And you, you just hit it right on the head. I mean, these, yeah, they don't come from a marketing background. We try to make it easy. It's like, okay, here's our logo. Here's everything you need. All you got to do is that. Um, and they'll still get a donation, you know, it just, it's, right. sometimes it's, yeah. Um, but we just actually got approached by another organization. They're called Soy Dog. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. SOI. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, you've mentioned them to me before. Are they that is that the um, like the skincare stuff or no? No, no totally it's not. a rescue. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a rescue, and so um, it's a it's a I don't want to say a pretty old one, but I'm going to say um, it was founded by a couple and basically they were saving the dogs the street dogs from thailand and you know all all of this that's another horrible story um but they have some celebrity following and and they uh basically they rescued the dogs um from from thailand they spay and neuter them and then they have partner organizations in uk here in the u.s um i literally just talked to the lady a couple days ago so i'm not that expert on it but she's been reaching out to us because she really wants to partner she loves what we're doing she's like i looked at your instagram i saw your website um so you know we do get approached by a lot of organizations saying hey we really want to partner with you we're not sure how um but but the fact that they're kind of just really excited to partner with us is great and so i think what we're going to try to do with them is um they do have a local um, LA organization that they partner with. And so we're talking about doing an event, you know, again, 10, 10% of, of proceeds will, will go to that. So it's, yeah, I mean, there's so, so many organizations out there and yeah, geez, I mean, a lot more homeless dogs and animals out there, but mm. it's, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Okay. It's tough. It's tough. I, I, yeah. I, I have another question, but I feel like you're going to take us to break here. So. We're going to take a break. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, um, coming back, my question that I've been kind of sitting on is like, how do you design your labels? Like, I know that we've talked about a few of them that, um, I mean, it's because they've passed, but mm-hmm. have all the dogs on your labels passed away or like, what's the story there? Yeah, that is the story. Um, we have, I wish I had my other bottle here. Sorry, I didn't grab it. So the original one, um, you know, you can check out the website, but it has six dogs. Uh, so it was Connie, Clyde and Mika my two wieners and the husky. And then Donna had a uh, Springer Spaniel. So there were six dogs on the label. And, um, you know, she, she owned a, she owns an experiential marketing company. So we had the good fortune of uh, her graphics artists really mm-hmm. kind of created the label for us. Um, and then on the second one, because like Floyd couldn't fit on the first one, you know, our second, our, our CCS McMurphy um, featured another one of her dogs that had just passed away and Floyd. So I've changed them a little bit throughout, but still it's, a, it's just our dogs that have passed away. Um, although I have to say, I am looking to maybe do a different type of label for Vinny. Uh, 
So if anybody's a graphic uh, person out there <laughs> looking for one, because I don't have any of our listeners <laughs> who are yeah. graphic designers, please contact Nectar of the Dogs Wines. <laughs> yes. They're looking for a Vincent. Hey, looking so me, for, yeah. So let me ask you a uh, kind of off the wall, but it, it ties into the, the label thing. Um, as a non-wine connoisseur, um, mm-hmm. half the time you walk through the aisles and you're looking at a combination between dollar signs and logo. Like you're like, you're like, oh, that looks sophisticated. That's the wine that I'm going to take to my girlfriend's house or whatever. Like how yeah. much of that have you noticed makes an impact of, of buying wines? Purchase. You know, this, yeah, that's, very good observation. It's true. Um, and I do that too. When I go to the store, I mean, I'm a little bit more, you know, educated over the years just because I drank so much wine. Um, but yeah, I think labels definitely do have a, an influence, um, on buyers and, you know, we, we aren't in stores or anything, but, um, we actually were in, um, Cornell Winery, which I don't know if you're, you're maybe not familiar with that, but it's a, a, a little tasting room up in um, Old Agora Hills. And, you know, um, Tim kind of just sources wines from local wineries and stuff. So we were in there for a while and he did say like, you know, your wine, it, it sells. I mean, it's just got a catchy, um, you know, label on there and people kind of are intrigued by it. And then I have to say too, though, I mean, we do get a lot of compliments when we, when you do take things like, oh my gosh, I love your label. But then when they hear the story behind the label, that right. touches people even more. And that just makes me really happy. I love that. I mean, you know, they're my dogs. So, of course, I have a special attachment to it. Um, people have asked us, like, hey, do you, do you, can I put my dog on the label? And not yet is the answer. But, you know, we're maybe looking to do that if I change up the label. Um, so, I don't know. It's just there's something nice every time I open it. It's like, oh, my babies. You know, looking nice. <laughs> for a great cause. Um, and then, yeah, I write everything on the back um, just because I do have that skill. I'm good at writing. So I write all the descriptions. And of course, you have to have your legal stuff and all labels have to be approved. Uh, so, you know, there's a little bit of a little bit of a process to it. Did you know any of that before you? Decided to start this, a wine yeah. business or like it was kind of like a learn as you go. What do you mean about the label? Like the labels and all that. Just stuff. some of the complications of jumping yeah. into an alcohol related business, <laughs> or, or, or let alone a consumable business. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I didn't know anything. I, like I said, I had a friend who um, he resurrected his grandfather's winery. And this is the one I was telling you about um, his Sunland Vintage, and they have a tasting room out of Dazno, uh, Mike and Debbie Giovinazzo, really great mentors. Um, but, you know, he didn't really know a lot about it. So I was kind of like, all right, this is what we want to do. How do I do it? And, you know, we had to, um, I guess we didn't have to, but we did. We hired lawyers in the beginning because you have to apply for all the licensing. Um, they have to do a background check. You know, there's a lot to it. <laughs> there's really a lot to it. Um, and yeah, it's it just, you know, the legal stuff, the tax stuff, the just that to me, or I don't really like that part of it. I really like the tasting part and obviously the dog, you know, donation (laughs) part, but it's, and that's one thing I have to say. um, I'll just, you know, we, uh, we had an accountant kind of helping us after that first year. And I was like, here's, here's all the, we sold all this. And she was like, 
what are you doing? You're running a business. You need to, you know, and that's kind of when I realized like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm not, I'm running a business. And so I kind of had to take a step back and um, really, yeah, it was a hard realization. It's like, I'm not just doing this for fun. You know, it's a legit business and I continue to learn um, year after year, but I've definitely gotten better at it. I have to say. How much time are you spending on, on this versus uh, in the beauty industry? Oh gosh, who's listening right now? Um, yeah, no, nobody, nobody's listening. <laughs> I, uh, it's just us. <laughs> when they do listen. Um, no, you know, I, I have a full-time uh, job, obviously, as I mentioned. And uh, last year I was, I was kind of able to spend a little bit more time um, with the wine because I wasn't traveling. Normally, um, you know, I, I travel probably 50% of the time. Um, so I was gone a lot. Uh, so I say I'm probably back to, you know, I guess 70, 30. I mean, I'm pretty busy right now with, with my job. And uh, so I have my nights and my weekends for the wine. And then as soon as we start getting back to events, I think that's going to ramp up um, more as well. So, yeah, there's some how early many, mornings. In how many wines night. do you guys have now? Um, currently, we have five many, in the portfolio. How many have you released? Yeah, we have done um, 11 varietals. Okay. Off the top of my head. But yeah, uh, we just did our 2019 Three Dogs White, as I just mentioned. Last year, I was going to do a rosé, um, another rosé of Pinot Noir, and then the Three Dogs. Um, and then I had to cancel the rosé just because I you know, wasn't selling enough wine. So I went ahead with the Three Dogs. And now I'm looking for uh, hopefully bottling a Sauvignon Blanc, uh, looking for the Vin Vin, and then another rosé this year. So that'll take us up to 15, I think. Yeah. Cool. Which is pretty good. And is the year the wine comes out? So like you mentioned that it's a, you said 2019, three dogs. Is that the year mm-hmm. that it was starting to be made or the, the year that it came out? The year that it came out. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, 2020 was tough all the way around, not only for sure. COVID, but then we had all the fires. So kind of wine has been a little bit tough to find this year. Um, but I have found some, so <laughs> just Ooh, yeah. intrigue. Stay tuned. Um, okay, it is unfortunately that time. That was fast. Oh, that, time. that was fast. Wow, know, that was went by really fast. Listen, life's <laughs> fun when you're drinking and chatting with your neighbor. Oh, hey, the, yes, tell, oh, yes. Tell her I was um, I was reading one of your emails last night, and I shared it with the people that were in my car. And I think the, the tagline on your emails is, mm-hmm. uh, okay, you tell me what the tagline is because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Not really drinking alone if your dog is with you. Yeah. Yes. I... And we actually, we have a, I have to say, we, uh, we have trademarked that. That's another thing I've learned about, like trademarks. Um, so there's a specific trademark that we have, and it is that it's not really drinking alone if your dog is with you, with a dog paw, with a DNM in it. Um, that is our trademark tagline. And mm. makes me feel good. I never feel like I'm drinking alone because I'm always with my dog. Love that. And today you're with us. <laughs> and today um, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Um, we and, do end our show in a very special I know, I, way. I know. And, Jason. And I know, oh, I know, but I want to I get it out part. there. The best part. Okay. There's, um, you guys are offering 10% off. You're going to have a code that you end up giving our listeners that we For can put. For the dogish right? listeners. So, yes. That's exciting. I didn't, I didn't I want to, that to get yeah. missed. If you, if you okay. have a code, you can tell everybody now. Otherwise, it'll be in the comments down below, too. Okay. It's DogPod10. DogPod10. P-O-D-10. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. yes. Are you ready? We'll yes. be using to purchase my own case. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Join the club. You know where I am. I, okay. I will. You that ready for the creepy. joke? I just show up. Dog dad joke. Okay. All right, go, Jason. I'm sorry. We were bonding, but whatever. I know, I know. Yeah, please interrupt. <laughs> why are why are dogs such bad dancers? Uh, why because, are dogs such bad dancers? Because they've got two left feet. <laughs> yeah, why did I not? I said, yeah. I had a feeling it was something about two of something. And I was like, they have four past two something. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they technically don't have feet, so I'm a little disturbed <laughs> by that portion of the yeah. job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I bet you if you pulled the public, you, most people would say they have feet. I probably Just like saying. two left, two left paws. No, it doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> the pun doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> well, good one. Thank, you. Still a good one. thank you so much for thank coming to hang out so with us today, Molly. Well, thank you for having me. Well, yeah, I'm going to come down and visit so you, and Sylvia is going to take you to lunch someday, I'm sure. Um, All like right, tomorrow we or whatever. We love that. Right. Don't worry. You want plenty of wine, or love I'll just it. hang cheers. out at the Sprouts and wait for you to come in. Don't cheers, you're, indeed. You're going to be there. Yeah, cheers, and may dogs continue to bless your life. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, thanks so thank much, you, Melanie. Thanks. So All much. right, take care. Bye. I want to take a quick moment to thank our guest once again, Melanie of Nectar of the Dogs Wines. Uh, As always, my co-host Jason and all of you listeners for tuning in. Any products or websites that we discussed today will be linked in the show notes at thedogishpodcast.com. Additionally, check out that discount code for 10% off of your order of Nectar of the Dogs Wines. Dogpod10, the number 10 that is. And uh, please make sure to check us out on social media. I'm at dog up in this bitch and at forever usa and, and nectar of the, the dogs podcast. make sure to go. yes and nectar of the dogs wines jason mm-hmm. i am getting there your level you. of impatience i hear today. you i'm excitable today um anyways if there is a topic or personality that you our dear listeners would like to hear about know about have us expound upon please let us know we would love to do that for you and continue to do that for you um until next time hugs everybody see you then.